You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 233. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. It's Marisa here coming to you today to talk about avoiding artist burnout. This is a conversation that I've never had. So I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to exploring this topic. I'm recording today on Clubhouse. Hello. Welcome, Anna. Good to see you. We just got started in the room and I'm also going to preface this by saying I am doing a four-day cleanse, which is basically a supported fast, which I've also done before. And you might be like, uh, Marisa, why are you telling us this about avoiding artist burnout? It is honestly part of a physical reset for me. I have done supported fasts in the past, but I've never gone for four days. So I'm on my fourth day right now. And 100%, I'm not feeling 100%. So I'm I'm doing fine, but it definitely takes some discipline. I was dreaming about fried chicken last night. This is not good. But I do, I share this with you because it may be a little tricky for me to find my words. My body is doing a reset. I'm also, I started this week uh, a new format to my weekly studio notes or email newsletter, and I'm sharing the Creative Thursday 3. I want to share three resources with you every week from inspiration around creativity, creative business, you know I'm passionate about that, to just fun, to recipes I was threatening as well because I love to cook. And I'm definitely going to share this company with you because they do ship If you are interested in doing a cleanse, I just, it's been the most delicious experience minus the no food factor. So if you're just wondering on a quick side note, what is a cleanse? Basically you are consuming, it's a supported fast where you're consuming liquids and I'm not really having any, well, I'm not having any solid food. I've had no solid food. Hello, (laughs) I'm still here with you. So I preface all of this by saying, bear with me on this one. And um, I'll give you a full report and I'm going to share the company with you next week in the Creative Thursday 3, because you can even add some of these things in. you don't have to do a fast per se, but it's really, really healthy. So Anna, Marie, Marisa, Courtney, so great to see you. Thank you for joining me today. We're going to talk about avoiding artist burnout. And I was thinking about this because I I really haven't experienced it, thankfully, but I came really close and I don't want anyone else to come close. I, I don't think it's a topic a lot of artists talk about. Um, I think one of my good friends, Emily Jeffords, has spoken about it. 
I don't know if she spoke about it in her membership or on a podcast, but it was really enlightening for me to hear from her. And she is also someone who is mentoring a huge group of people now. And, you know, when you start adding on mentoring into your art business, and then how does that or any other area of your art business, how does all of that balance out with what you're already doing? But on a basic level, you know, being someone that has been the creator, the stoker of the flames, basically, for 14 years longer. I always measure it 14 years because that's when I officially started making a living. But let's be honest, I was I was stoking the flames probably a good year or two before that, before things really started to come together. And I knew on this journey, we all know as artists, and if you don't, take this as a very important tip. We all know this as entrepreneurs and business owners. You must have multiple revenue streams. Simply for the fact that if you're not feeling well, if you're not feeling well, and you can't show up the way that you normally do, who's going to be there for you? How are you going to generate revenue? It's not wise to have all of the revenue be dependent upon you and how you show up five days a week or for many of us who are entrepreneurs, especially in the beginning, it's it's more than that sometimes. So get the ball rolling on thinking about this now, not later. It doesn't need to be one more overwhelm. Just start thinking about it and I'm going to share with you my three thoughts on avoiding artist burnout. And the other the other point that I want to make about this is it it's a real thing and it's really it's kind of heartbreaking if it happens where you feel like, oh my goodness, I just don't have the resources to create. And those of us who are artists know we definitely have to sit down and and do the work, regardless of whether the muse is in the house. We have to know how to do that in order to have a business. As an artist, it's just a must. However, if you're really struggling with finding that and your business is reliant upon your state of mind and, well, really your, your mind around creating, again, it's not... It's not a responsible choice as a business owner. It adds more stress, which then influences your work even further. So I just want to be a little bit out ahead of you possibly, or if you are alongside me on this journey as a business owner to remind you, number one, it's obvious, right? But we don't, especially here in the US, I don't think we really make this a part of our culture. The way we do in Europe, I I really love Europe for this reason, just simply because you can stay at a restaurant and talk for hours and a waiter isn't going to rush you out to get the next person in because the priority is time spent with others versus making a dollar. And so in the U.S., I'm just going to say that we tend to lean that direction, which means that we don't necessarily we support hustle. We don't necessarily support and celebrate breathing space. Maybe that changed after pandemic because a lot of people were forced to slow down and quiet down, but it's an inner job. So now that we're in some areas coming back to a little bit of normalcy, will we continue to adopt that attitude? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
I know that I want to be more aware, but because I worked online, I actually did a lot of work during this year. However, it was to towards a goal of having more breathing space because it's not something that I am accustomed to prioritizing. And that was something I was sharing in the expansive artists this week and on my stories. I was like, artists, we cannot allow ourselves to be depleted of our creativity. And you know how much I love business. I find it very creative as well. It's fine. It's important, but it's not as important as our art, which at the end of the day, if you have no art, you have no business as business owner. You have no business as a business owner. So if that's not a good enough reason to prioritize your art, then I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So you want to create breathing space, number one. And what does that look like for you? For for me, it is, I'm actually doing a fast. Doing a supported fast is, is one part of that. And this week in particular, which inspired me to want to talk to you about this I also, I'm taking a painting course. I'll happily share more about that on the other side, but I'm taking a painting course, a first for me, and I'm allowing myself, A, to learn about painting. Again, I have not been so receptive to that from another artist, and B, to create space to play with my art As a business owner coming from a place of survival, creating, as you've heard us talk about, especially during these clubhouse rooms, creating with a daily practice, which was wonderful for developing my voice and my consistent, my habit around consistency. And it was really joyful for me to do. And it was directly related to my income because I would sell work. It started a habit of me being responsible for creating the work, putting it out there, and then and every day needing to generate that kind of revenue. Although in fairness, I did start licensing very early in my career. However, that takes ramp up time as well. That's why I say go ahead and start thinking about your options now as a business owner. But I never really, during the majority of all these years, have taken much time to just play with my art and not have an expectation about whether this is saleable. And it is also difficult for me to shut that off because my mind's still like, oh, I wonder what this will become, which that's fine. I'm not going to judge that. I've, I've grown into this person. I'm proud of selling work. I love selling work. But I'm letting my paintings, you can see them on Instagram, go go look at the reels, go look. Yeah, I did a reel yesterday. You can get a snippet of it. I've been posting it in stories. They're not, I don't think they're pretty at all. They're very messy. They're very messy middle. And I'm like, yeah, this is weird. I don't know where this is going. Um, one of our members, Isadora, was saying to me, are you, are you going abstract now? And I just said, I don't know. That's the cool part. I don't know. I do love abstract and I have worked in abstract and sold work in abstract, but I don't know. I've never been in this place before. And it gave me such joy to access that part of my creativity, which in essence was also a form of breathing space for me. And I'm not saying was because I'm continuing on with this. 
is part of my breathing space. So part of me wants to say, well, yes, avoiding burnout and welcome. If you're just joining, I'm recording the first part of my podcast, then I'm going to open up the floor to continue the conversation. And I also promise you my podcast listeners and my uh, clubhouse This won't be, we're going to cut this shortly before noon because it's also Tribe Workshop Day with my business mentor, Stu McLaren, and I'm excited to join that and tune into that today. And if you hear this on the podcast, uh, when this goes, the recording goes up next week, you can still join the link. You'll want to join the webinar if anything, which is a week from Sunday on May 2nd. And we're gonna have a watch party as well for that webinar. So if you wanna join and then join me, I have a membership mentoring with Marisa pop-up group. I geek out about memberships and recurring revenue, which I'm gonna talk about a little bit more as well because number three, so just for my clubhouse friends, I'm going to open up the floor to hear from you about how you are avoiding this if you have experienced artist burnout, if you want more tips on ways to avoid this. But number three is as a business owner, creating recurring revenue. So I always knew about the multiple streams of income, right? I told you, I'm like, okay, licensing. Yes, (laughs) I got that noted. A lot of artists do that. We're like, yes, they'll do it all. They'll do it for us. And we'll just reap the rewards, which you can, but it's more likely that you're going to slowly add to your income. For me personally, licensing never became the sole source of my income, but I do know artists where it has. However, they have multiple contracts and it doesn't take burnout out of the picture for sure. And then you're creating for other people and it adds a whole other level of complexity to your business. But it's highly recommended if it's something you feel like doing. Surface design is included in that umbrella. I knew this. I didn't know what was possible. And actually, to be honest, what we're doing now around memberships in particular and creating the possibilities for creating recurring revenue as an artist now, it didn't exist So in fairness to me, if it did, I might have been aware of it because I actually thought about it when I started the Creative Coconuts in 2012. Sean and I were recording podcasts for a group of paying members and it was really fun. But guess what happened? I started to take on too much and I felt that my art business was going to suffer. And that was simply a factor of if I've shared before, being honest I felt self-doubt. I was letting imposter syndrome kick in and I was using my art business as an excuse. A very good one though, a very important one. I was using it as an excuse, but I also didn't know better to get support. I didn't know better. I know this better as well. And as I figure out more and become a better leader and team builder, I'm going to be telling you as much as I can about that because that's something I too, as an early artist, didn't think you know, I like being a solopreneur. I do. I love working from home. I'm more introverted. I don't necessarily want to manage people, but I cannot serve the people I want to serve, grow to the level I want to grow without including more people into my world. And um, I'm dedicated to doing that now. Also, I would love to create the most amazing space for team members to come and work with me and just 
you know, build an incredible business and experience around that. So my mindset has shifted, but I digress. When we're talking about recurring revenue, artists have a very specific idea of what that looks like. And for all of us who have been artists, we've never experienced it before because it does come in surges. So if you are releasing artwork, for me, it was a little surge every day. And that, that was fine. For artists who release collections, assuming they sell all of those pieces, it's a surge at that time. And then certainly you're going to do reproductions and have work you know, present all the time, which ideally is also um, recurring, recurring, but you're still, well, with everything, right? We're not talking about passive income here. <laughs> you're going to show up. But there are ways of approaching your business where you can allocate your energy wisely, which is what we're talking about today with avoiding artist burnout, because you have to protect your creativity. You must. It must be that important to you. I think I started to say, I just said, everybody, your priority is your art. So I share this with you today as well. Your priority is your art. So coming from that perspective, how can you build a business. And if you are a hobbyist, it just means that you prioritize making time for your art because it's good for your soul and your spirit first and foremost. And then if we add on the layer of a business, growing a business, evolving your art into saleable work, it must be a priority again because it is the foundation of your business. And we still kind of operate from this place of everything else is more important, right? All the businessy tasks, and they are important, but but they must be put aside for the time that you carve out to make your art. And let me come back to this third point of recurring revenue and not knowing what that was, because until I started a membership and actually stayed with it, stayed through the growing pains, stayed through the imposter syndrome that still came up. Oh, yes, it did. I wanted to quit. I do. I go through this in my business and I have days I want to quit. It's just going to happen. <laughs> when you'll know better, you'll surround yourself with community. You'll be like, I want to quit. And they're like, no, don't quit. <laughs> and we've, we, it's a must. So have someone in your life that will be like, no, 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 no. Just take a nap or make some art or do something. But I didn't know what it was like to have recurring revenue until I took the time to grow what started as the creative outliers is now the expansive artist to grow and stay with this to a place where I could actually create breathing space in my art, which I could tell I was headed for the iceberg of burnout and shutdown and possibly also losing my business. And I really emphasize this because I did not start a membership for income reasons. Otherwise, I would have left a long time ago because it's taken a while to get it to a place where it can actually start to support itself and contribute to my income as well. It's It's been a lot of work to develop this. I did this because I knew I had something to share and I knew that that wasn't going away for me and that I get so much joy I see you all joining me. I get so much joy from seeing you succeed. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I love it so much. I It moves me to tears to 
see what's happening, not only in my community, but when we're talking about Stu and why I just adore this person so much, the heart behind his business and why I love Tribe so much and knew I needed to be a part of it. I was like, these are really heart-centered people. They really care. Like they want to change the world in the best possible way. And to be amongst a community of people like that, and then to see what's happening with creative people, I'm just, I'm moved by their stories. I'm moved by the stories of their members. It's just, it's the best feeling, especially in the way that the world has played out this year in so many areas. All I've had to do is just focus on the good that's happening in this space alone. And it has helped me to hang on and focus and just don't want to do more for you. Just want to show up more, just want to give you more guidance, more insight, more support, more encouragement, um, more maybe pointing out where you might be getting in your own way because we all do it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. We do it. It's part of the growing process. So the short version of that is when I started a membership in particular about what I'm passionate about, which is really the art business, I do love teaching art as well. And I think I will, with what I'm learning now, I know I'm going to become an even better teacher of art, especially when I have a retreat again, it's going to happen. I want to have one in Europe again. So I've, I've taught from all perspectives of this industry. And I, I just really love empowering people to have income at whatever level feels right for them, but to have income doing work they love. It's just, I, I love it. As you know, I'm geeking out a bit about it right now, but it wasn't until I experienced this that I really understood how close to burnout I have come and how, again, I don't want anyone to have to experience that. And I'm not saying, oh, a membership or, um, you know, an online teaching we've been talking about the, over the past couple of weeks is the answer for you. You have to be the one to answer that. But with memberships, you can also do subscriptions with your art. And that was something I contemplated long before I Stu was even in my world. I didn't know who he was. I was thinking about creating a subscription for my collectors. And I know there are people doing that as well now. And I just thought there must be something really fun. In fact, I had purchased a card collection from someone where they sent me a beautiful package. This was years ago with one of their stationary pieces every month. And it was beautiful. I loved getting it. It was so great. So there are lots of approaches to this. The goal is, and if you're wondering, like, does it work? Just look at your statement. Look at your monthly statement. We are now paying for Adobe Creative Suite. I pay every month. QuickBooks Online, I pay every month. These used to be programs that were one time. Apple has really convinced me, why not, to pay every month. Netflix is the biggest one, right? Netflix was one of the first. And uh, aside from mailing DVDs, you know, it sort of knocked out Blockbuster. I've watched all of this happen. And remember back in the day, there were BMG record clubs. And I think that we sort of were like, meh. We might have had an attitude about it. And now I'm telling you, it is the new, it's the new economy. I can see us all supporting each other in different ways because I personally belong to about three, four, maybe five different memberships with people I learn from, enjoy being in their communities and 
you know, I get a little something from everyone and I honestly just love supporting them and the work they're doing. I love it. So find to sum up one fine breathing space first and foremost in your creative work. Number two is to create for the sake of creating, like really play with your art so that you're not always thinking about how is this going to sell in my business. But if you were like me, where I didn't have that, what felt like a luxury for a long time, and I'm not saying I didn't create my work from a space of love. I just do. I can't help it. So I created work that I loved. I just didn't get to explore the way I feel now is important through the whole journey. And number three is to add a form of recurring, not just quote unquote passive or multiple revenue streams. Find a way to add recurring revenue, something that you can in essence kind of count on as if it was a paycheck in your business. I don't, I haven't worked for someone in over 20 years. I haven't known what it's like to have any consistency in my income. I was able to start predicting my income, but I wasn't, I still wasn't consistent. A holiday season might be more and then it might drop off again. And, you know, having this opportunity to feel like, oh my goodness, now I know where I'm going, how this could grow. Now I can get more support and I can breathe again in my art. It has really been life-changing and I want to share that with you. And I know many of you here have been with me. You've been with me on a very long part of that journey. I thank you for that. And I'm sure you've seen me talk about this. You've seen me go through different stages of this process. And now I'm at a place where I can talk about it from a new perspective, but the burnout is real. And, you know, if I were to keep going on this, which I'm not, I'm done with my three points, I would say start thinking about getting support as well before you think you need it. Because as an online business, fine, I'll just add this fourth one on there, get support. As an online business owner, there are too many things to juggle for just you and have time to make your art. Recurring revenue memberships, additional revenue streams aside, you can't ultimately get to all of those places without a little bit of extra stress, without some support, just very small part time. Someone do your fulfillment for you, someone to do schedule some of your social media for you, someone to just prepare your weekly emails that I know you're all sending. They can set that up. You know, they could just queue it up for you and it'll be ready. And you think that these things are so minor, but they add up over time. Or for me, you know, loading up a podcast, getting the blog post ready that goes with it. When I do this podcast, I've got my blog post. I've got my podcast going to a hosting service. I have an email that's tied to that. That's hours of time per week. And on that note, there you have, there you have it. Thank you uh, for tuning in. I invite you to, we're moving into the clubhouse portion of this chat. And I would love to hear from you. Have you experienced burnout? Just raise your hand at the bottom. Have you experienced burnout? Do you have some tips that you can share? 
do you, are you interested in brainstorming ideas of adding additional revenue streams to your business? Because the beauty of today is that there are options, like I said, that did not exist before, simply from a technological standpoint, right? We have a lot of technology that is supporting us to be able to do what we're doing, including, hello, including just being in this room together. So don't everybody rush up all at once. <laughs> Jody, I see you. Marisa, Marie, Courtney, Shannon, Wendy, good to see you. Lauren, Haley is here. Yay. Haley, we were uh, messaging back and forth in Instagram this week from my place of please prioritize your art, everyone. Please do so. So do you have any thoughts? Has this happened to you? Are you very fresh in your art practice where you feel like, I don't know that this will happen to me? Because I have also, I have also great. I see, I see you won't leave me up here chatting by myself, but clearly, you know, I can do it. <laughs> um, I have also, I'm a very inspired human and I am very connected to the creative muse for sure. I do not, I do not lack ideas. So for me, burnout was not a huge concern, which may be why I haven't spoken about it. So Jody's coming up and Marie, <laughs> my weekly regulars. <laughs> Good you, to see you, you. You knew I would come up. I know you, you would. Just, That's why I just called upon you. <laughs> yes. You said, I see you there, Jody. You started I, with me because you knew <laughs> ah, she's going to come up and blab on. I know that she will come and chat. No, you always have such great insight. And for anyone who's like, I'm going to be taking a short pause on Clubhouse because if all goes well, I'm taking a vacation. Um, over the next couple of weeks. And um, so I won't be back here for a few weeks. So now is a good time to chat. And I also understand if you're introverted, but I also remind you this is a safe space and please use it as an opportunity to practice. It's not so bad. You're among good good people if you feel like speaking today. All right, Jody, and then Marie, what has this conversation inspired for you or how is it going for you? Or have you felt this before? So it's interesting. Cause I, I, first of all, I didn't hear the first like chunk of what you said. So I, I don't, I I'm jumping in kind of at the tail end here, but I, what I would say is I, I, re, I, this week was having these weird feelings of, ugh, I'm kind of feeling, um, I don't know, like things aren't flowing the right way. It's, I, I have plenty of ideas in my head, uh, but things aren't flowing the way that they normally do and the way that I need them to. <laughs> I have, and it's, it's funny because I do have a deadline coming up, but typically I've, when I've had them, it's been okay. But for whatever reason right now, I'm kind of facing a, a weird pushback of, of things not working out the right way. It's not any creative block, but probably burnout. I, and I, I'm having fun still. I, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think, Marisa? Well, I think it's great that you're recognizing it happening already. And, and you bring up a good point. Well, it's 
it's great that you're having fun still because I don't necessarily, when I think of burnout, I don't necessarily associate it with it. So maybe it is, you know, I'm having the opportunity to work with you, right? And seeing you pop up on on Clubhouse, like you've really put a lot of energy into the world. Um, and you've also like kindly joined me here on Clubhouse and on live streams recently and contributed a lot to our community so it might also just be a factor of, um, I don't use the word balance anymore. I use harmony. It's just finding harmony between putting yourself out a lot, maybe more than you're used to, and then finding that time to come back and um, be more on the introverted, be or just be quieter, whatever, regardless if you feel introverted or extroverted, just to find some quiet time. And that, that to me is a slight distinction around burnout. Burnout to me happens when you don't begin to operate from that finding of harmony in the creative and especially business side and the marketing side, which is a huge piece. It's the biggest piece of your business basically, which requires a lot of energy to go out into the world, even if that's just sharing your work and writing, not necessarily speaking about it. And so maybe I'm guessing, but, you know, the fact that you're still having fun creating your work might just say that you might just want to have a little bit of extra time to recoup on the other areas that you've been putting a lot of energy towards if they're not quite giving you as much energy back. How does that sit with you? Yeah, I, I think that makes sense. You know, I I committed to this thirty days of reels, and oh, and yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't love it. You know, I I certainly am looking forward to when they're done. Um, so maybe it's that. Maybe maybe that's just kind of wrecking around in my brain of, ugh. You know, this is this this is a little tougher than than what I've been doing so far. So not tougher. It's, it's not tough. Like. Um, difficult to do, but just, it's a chore more. And I I don't know, maybe that, maybe that's, maybe what you touch on is, is I forgot about the whole business side of stuff. And I was thinking solely on the art part, but yeah, maybe it's more the feelings that I'm feeling are because I'm counting down when I can be done with these reels. Oh, you bring up a really great point. Thank you for mentioning the reels. Okay. Everyone lean in, listen. You can change your mind. You don't have to keep doing them, Jodi. If you're doing it as your own commitment to yourself, just to see, you know, all the feelings that come up and keep going. But I know everyone's getting, and by everyone, just I've noticed that these challenges for people are really grabbing hold, like the 100-day challenge and Inktober and, you know, February, collage of February, like... And I do think it's, it's great. And I think you can stress yourself out. Like you have to know that it's okay to miss days that you can decide, you know, my energy, my energy doesn't feel suited for this. Or even, you know, we can talk about clubhouse as well, where you feel like, oh my goodness, you know, I definitely was on more in the beginning and I've had to find my harmony again and say my energy is going to other places right now. And there's just one of me and 
you know, I've got to pull back a little bit from from focusing on this. So a huge part of this journey is knowing yourself well enough to know if you are feeling just the normal resistance that comes from creativity and feeling some self-doubt around something, or we're just using that term imposter syndrome around something you're doing, or if you really don't like it. And it's important to try. It's important to try. I think that's so powerful. And it might be, you know, for people who pull out of challenges or don't want to continue with something, you might have gotten all that you need out of it just by trying. Or you'll be really honest with yourself and say, I need to see this through just to get to the other side. I did that years ago when I was video blogging and it took me months to get through 30 video. I thought I'll knock this out. And I had so much resistance around it for fear of showing up on video without a notes or a net. Well, I had an idea of what I was talking about. And hello, it was worth it because I do this all the time now. So I knew I needed to see that through as an example. But I started doing the 100 day challenge this year. And I was like, I don't need to prove this to myself. And I just literally have other areas of my business and creativity that I'm focusing on. So I don't need this as like, I did it. I did the 100 days. So you have to know yourself. But I just wanted to tangent on that for a minute, because I think that this is this is like the new evolution of challenges that creatives and online creatives especially face. We have so many squirrels and shiny objects and so many social media tools as well. Like if you aren't able to leverage all of them, which I always honestly say, that's why I'm recording a podcast inside of Clubhouse. I get to record a weekly podcast, but I also get to chat with you and utilize this powerful tool. But I'm doing it with a very, very clear intention about how I can make it work for what I'm already doing. Otherwise, this topic of burnout will absolutely happen. So Jody, you don't have to do them all <laughs> unless you feel Thank you, you want to. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you're letting me off the hook. Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. I hope that I haven't ever made anyone feel like they must. I always say I have for years. I'm like, hello, you get to change your mind about anything and everything. You get to change your mind, even if you're, if you're like, you know, and I've had members come through who are like, you know, I don't think I want to build an art business. I'm like, I respect that. I understand it requires a certain level of dedication and energy, and it may not be for you. And, but you don't know if you don't try. So you always want to try, but you have the right to say, I don't feel good about this. And I can tell and only you can know that you can, you cannot deceive yourself or maybe you will for a while, but you can definitely deceive other people about, are you just afraid or is this really for you? So thank you, Jody, And, and yes, you don't have to keep doing them. <laughs> you could do them once a week if you want and see it's okay. And Marie, you've been patiently waiting. I'd love to hear what you have to share as well. And then I promise we're not going too long today. We'll be wrapping up shortly. So if anyone in the audience has something they'd like to share or add to the conversation, please raise your hand. I'd love to have you. Thank you, Marisa. Good morning. Happy Earth Day to yes. everyone. Happy Earth Day. I completely bypassed that with the whole excitement of the tribe workshop. 
I let's know. Care for this. It's so, so exciting. <laughs> let's care for this beautiful planet. Oh my goodness. Let's care for ourselves yes. and our beautiful planet. And actually, I do have. Um, so, I'm also going through a phase where I don't really want to paint. Um, I mean, I do. Like, I have tons of ideas coming, and I'm writing them down very carefully. Uh, I'm also having deadlines, but. I'm dragging my feet to not because I don't want to do them, but because I my head is full of nature and spring and it's and I think it's always like that in spring for me. I know it is not a good time for me to be doing uh, online classes, uh, proposing online classes, or doing uh, things that do take a lot of your mental space and energy because spring and nature is calling. I think um, we love to pretend that we don't depend on the cycles of the earth anymore, but we do. Everybody in spring is vibrating with energy, but energy that is very difficult to put in one space. And Marissa, I was just looking at your wheel because... You know, you mentioned it, and I had not been on Instagram for two days. <laughs> and um, the way that you are painting is exactly what I'm doing when I'm actually picking up the brush right now. Um, it's a lot of exploring. It's a lot of playing. And I think that's exactly what you should be doing in spring. And very soon, the cycle will go through itself. And I think we will all be putting our heads down and focusing on um, on work and producing something that is, or something that we think is sellable or more serious. <laughs> um, but I think it's just natural for us to not be doing anything so focused in spring, I think. <laughs> That's a, a beautiful analogy. And I've heard this before in business and we talk about it a lot in life. And I even had a mentor explain it, like when you're thinking of, of farming, you know, there's a whole process with nature of planting the seed and, um, pr well, preparing the soil and planting the seed. And I have zero experience with this. I'm just trying to get my few plants to keep living at this moment, to be honest. But you know what I mean, right? And then things grow and then you harvest that. And right. we have to treat our businesses in such a way that we follow the season for us. And, you know, I think that's dependent upon where we live, right? Marie and I are both in California and sometimes it's not as evident when seasons are changing because the temperature really goes up and down a lot and is mostly moderate. I don't have any snow here, but for someone else who's still experiencing snow in the spring, it might look different. So I think that it really does come down to how do you feel, you know, how, what does, what does a season on the planet, on our beautiful planet earth, and what does that signify to you? What does that activate for you? And then how can you support this in your methodology of creating and growing a business of what we are talking about today and making your art 
And there is even, this is so fascinating since I, I have a room of women and I mostly have uh, women audience members, listeners. There's also a book. Why am I blanking on the name? It's by Kate Northrup. And it is also about following the female cycle. And um, I'm trying, does anyone know the name of that book? It's following the female cycle and using, yeah, is using 28 days within your business? Because I didn't even think of this, but the daily work grind is nine to five, right? I'm going to call it a grind because especially as creatives, I don't believe that we are built in such a way to be activated in this, in this structure. Yes, I mostly work during that time, but we want to allow some space around that. And for the woman's cycle, she goes through it every 28 days and a man goes through his hormonal cycle every 24 hours. So we originally had a business model built off of the cycle of the hormonal cycle of a man who peaks in the morning and then kind of drops off in the afternoon and then does it all over again the next day. Whereas a woman has absolutely different experiences through each week of the cycle. And if you are, you know, not cycling as a woman at this stage of life, you use the moon. It's very similar in terms of we have a new moon, we have the full moon, we have, I'm also not astrologically (laughs) clear on all the moon phases of the moon, (laughs) but you know what I mean. So many moons. So many moons. We got them all. It's just like how the tide is affected by the moon, right? I believe all humanity, speaking of Earth Day, is affected by our planet our planetary shifts and being aware of that. So maybe at the end of of the day, in regards to this conversation, it's really a reminder to, I'm a huge supporter of, you know, empowering yourself with your own decisions and tapping into your own intuition, knowing yourself well enough to know where, oh, I'm feeling a little depleted in my energy and I'm not, I'm headed for burnout if I keep, if I keep this up and knowing that about yourself and hopefully just a portion of this conversation might get you thinking about it. So you don't find yourself in burnout, looking back and saying, oh, wow, you know, I, I really could have approached this in a different way because all of this does have an impact on our on our health, our well-being. I was saying just on a basic level of making art, you know, if I'm not pursuing my art, it really affects my mood as well. And that doesn't influence anything. And it doesn't influence anything in a good way. It influences things for sure, but it does not affect anything in a good way. And that was the other reminder of this must be a priority for me, much like nourishing my body, getting enough rest, exercising. I know the things that feed my soul. And for you, that may look different. I know for all of us as artists, that art is at least a part of that. But to really be very aware of that and to treat that as a priority so that you continue to care for yourself, be the protector of your energy so that you can do all the things that you would like to do in the world, in this life that we are all so fortunate to have. 
So I think those are my my closing thoughts for us today because it's almost tribe time. And if you're going to join the workshop and if you're like, what is she talking about? I'm curious about recurring revenue and memberships. You can go to creativethursday.com, click on blogs and podcasts, and you'll find the link in the newest podcast episode there. And you can also DM me on Instagram and I can send you the link. And then if you want to come and chat about this whole tribe workshop experience around creating recurring revenue and memberships, come and join me. I'm just doing a pop-up group. It's very, not that my, not that our mentoring isn't relaxed, but it's very relaxed. It's not a bunch of additional lessons. It's just me having gone through this and working with Stu over the past two years Uh, having insight and being able to share with you or help you decide if this is the right fit for you or brainstorm ideas or just answer questions because it's going to be it's going to be big (laughs) it's going to be off the hook Uh, everybody's like aware of this and this is no joke that this has the potential to be a new economy and it's not necessarily about having thousands of people subscribing to whatever you're doing unless that's what you want, but it can also be about small gatherings and it's really about community. And it's so, so the community aspect is so beautiful. And there's one last point I want to make on this since we were talking about healing and I was saying I'm, I'm on a four day cleanse. There is, I always forget her last name, Nicole H. Nicole Holof Center, the holistic psychologist had posted about healing today looks like community. And I thought this is why this is also taking off is that on some intuitive level, we know that coming together so that we can have these chats so that we can be reassured, you know, that we can just feel a little bit less alone. Like that is so powerful in terms of our healing and not something that we were able to do for many generations past in the way that we can now and so I, I go, you know me, I'm not necessarily a small talker. I go to the depth of this is a movement and an art is a part of that movement and art alone is so healing. And then if we weave that into surrounding ourselves with people who really champion that within us, whatever that fill in the blank looks like for you, it's so big and beautiful and gets me up every single day in a new, in a new way. So I just want to share more of that with you and help you stay focused on your priority, which is one priority. I know we have families and partners and, and, um, chihuahuas, papitas, (laughs) cats. We have lots of priorities in our life, but this must be one of them. So zero burnout. We're moving forward in harmony. I thank you all for joining me today. I'll be back in a few weeks. Um, I'll still be on the podcast. I'll still be with you there. And I will be resetting also through a holiday um, and just stepping away for a moment, something I haven't done in, in a rather long time, which has been fine. There's been a season of planting lots of seeds and harvesting and all those things. And now it's time to somewhere in that farming process, just take a minute and catch my breath. So I will see you all back here soon. And I'll see you over at the tribe workshop as well. And all the places. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Marisa.
Thanks, Jody. Thank you, Marie. Thank you. Oh yeah, quickly, because you all are so kind to share your time. Where can we find you as well? Uh, myself, it's creatingjodeb.com. I'm on Instagram as creatingjodeb. That is how you find me. And, Marie. and for me, yeah, for me, it's uh, floodalis.com, uh, F-L-E-U-R-D-E-L-Y-S, everywhere. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you again so much for coming up and chatting with me. I'll see you all soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of the podcast. And if your curiosity is piqued about memberships, adding a subscription to your current business model, um, adding recurring revenue to your business model so that you don't end up in a place of burnout Regardless, I'm speaking beyond the artists, although I know most of you are creative in some capacity. Spread the word. This is a game changer in our economy, especially with the year that we have had. It's just, it's really put a lot of people in a very stressful place without the ability to operate their business. And so many people are coming online, which is fantastic. We're here to support you and help guide you through creating an element of your business that even when you are ready to come back to an in-person business, you're going to have an element. My ballet teacher was telling me the other day, we chatted when all of this happened and he was saying, oh my goodness, thank you for your encouragement around memberships because I don't know if I would have made it. And, and he now has a virtual element that will stay as the studio starts to open, which it is. And I mean, it's amazing, right? It would be heartbreaking to have this person business that they've spent 10 years growing disappear in light of what's happened when all they had to do is not panic, but start moving in a new direction and now add on a whole other revenue stream for work that he's already doing. He's already teaching classes. He's just able to stream them now and has a platform where people can access them. And it's it's just, in, it's incredible. And as someone who struggled for so long and really was in survival mode for a long time, and I, I kindly say that about myself, it was, you know, it just was what it was. It, we, we did what we could. I'm part of a movement where we started to demonstrate what's possible for artists. And now I'll be part of a move, movement as the artists ahead of me who are doing so incredibly well in this space are inspiring me to keep moving forward and say I'm part of a movement of now adding on a new element of our economy to this world. And I will never stop championing, you know, following your passion, following your dreams, being thoughtful about how that really stays true to your vision and also how you will be able to support that vision. And the more money you make, the more of an impact you have. So just think about that. If you're someone who feels the desire to share your knowledge, to share your gifts, again, you can make a product-based membership or you know, you can build a subscription that way. It doesn't have to be every month. It could be every quarter. Like there's so many ways that you could do this. Every year, I'm just blown away by the ideas that happen. 
And speaking of, I don't want to miss a minute of it, even as someone who's gone through this program. So I'm going to sign off. You can find the link to join Stu's webinar on Sunday for my uh, recorded listeners. And it will be in the show notes. It will be on the creativethursday.com blog post. Come join me. Come join me in the pop-up group membership mentoring with Marisa. And I am happily guide you through inspiring ideas, planting new seeds that may be ready to grow this year, maybe next year, but just allow yourself the opportunity to be open to new possibilities. And truly that is a recommendation I will always have for you. So here's to creating more art with joy and finding harmony in your life and business. Thank you so much for listening. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.